The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's Northern Trust. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter, KP. Welcome. Man, it, you know, it, it, uh, it felt like it started a little slow today, and then the last hour has just been just frenetic. It's been really, really fun. So uh, we, got, we got a lot to talk about after, uh, after just 18 holes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, caveat here, still a couple of golfers out on the golf course, including John Rom, Kyle, who threw 17 holes and he's currently hitting his approach into 18, already eight under. Uh, he did the same thing at Torrey Pines, right? He just comes back off of a break and no problems. He is absolutely dialed in. He is a golfing machine. I, I don't have anything else to say about him. Well, you know, it's interesting because and everybody should go I retweeted a, a data golf tweet that kind of contextualize what he's doing right now. And it, it's kind of a, a play the hit situation. It's tiger in 08. It's Ernie in Oh, whatever three it's, it's all these different guys at their peaks in terms of strokes gained against the rest of, of the world. And Rom is like fits in with all those. I mean, tiger tiger was like 3.9 around at his apex apex in 2008 when he finished outside the top two like twice here's the tweet god producer jacob this is just next level so rom is fifth he's he's about 2.6 strokes gained around and i think you could you know i don't i don't know i actually don't know if this is normalized to to like like I guess what I would say is I think Rom's competition overall is probably a little deeper and better. I don't know if these numbers are normalized for that, but regardless, the point remains, I think we're kind of underrating and we, I've tried to talk about it a ton, but I think even as much as we've talked about it, we're kind of underrating what Rom is doing right now. I mean, he's just like, and the scary thing about him, Rick, is it doesn't feel that crazy. It doesn't feel like, Oh, well, he's just, you know, playing away like it doesn't feel like a Jason Day 2015 situation, right? I also still feel like he leaves strokes out there, which is so crazy. He hit some the, the shots, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like he like he left like two more out there. It, it's 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 kind of wild uh, to me. The the questions are, um, how long can you keep it going for, right? Uh, yeah, and the other sure, thing, sure, and the and the other thing is. It's weird because during this peak, I don't know, I don't know where we start and finish this, but he has one win, right, Tori? Yeah, it, it, great points. Obviously, asterisks on the on the on the memorial, but one win. Yeah, for sure. I think how long can you keep it going? It's like, well, his his baseline is not really that far off of this, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so I don't know that there's going to be a, I think like, I don't know that you can keep up this pace forever, but it's, it's not like he's going to, it's not like day from 15 to now, like that, that's not going to happen to him. I don't think, um, maybe it will, who who knows? I, I, we don't need to talk about like what's going to happen in the future, but I, I just, I think his baseline is so high and his putter is so almost (sighs) irrelevant to what he's doing that he's just going to, I mean, he's been the best player in the world for five straight years, dude. What? He's got 16 feet for birdie on 18. What? makes John Rahm so good? It's a great question. I've thought about this a lot. I think it is his, I think it's his hands. Like he's a, he's a really, he's like the best putter of the best ball strikers. I think Uh, Spieth is up there. It's him or Spieth, but his combination of power and and touch. I go back to the the shot on what was it seventeen at Memorial last mm-hmm. year that he holds mm-hmm. out, gets the penalty or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's that's a stupid shot. Like the ability to do that, but also to uh, reach greens from you know two forty out with iron. I mean, it, it like that combo is it. it it's tough to it's peerless almost you know we never we never talk about his his around the green play he's phenomenal he did it again today he did he he took hit a shot on three off the back of the green hold it out it was he he has yes the the hands that's a good way to put it because that kind of encapsulates a, a lot of different things but we do not give him enough credit for how good he is around the greens and I think you look at so let's take like him, DJ, and Finau. You would say those are probably the three guys that have the most in the in the tank. Like they can still kind of they've got something left to give in terms of p- just pure power and ability to reach par fives and stuff like that. But I think the difference is Rom is has better hands than those guys. He's better. He has better touch than those. And it's not like by a wide margin. I think DJ has is really like underrated as a putter and and his short game, but. I think Rom's still better. And so that's where you you kind of look at him and say, like, golly, like I, I don't I don't totally know what the weaknesses are. If he's gonna go out and win, you know, a US Open where you would say mentally that's maybe the toughest to win. And he's maybe that's been his weakness in the past, is mentally he kind of plays himself out of it, like at the players' championship. Now you're kind of looking at it and saying, I I don't know where you attack him, you know, other right. than just Hoping he misses putts. Yeah, and he's going to have one more crack at uh, nine under here momentarily. But Justin Thomas already in the clubhouse at eight under par. That's a 63 around Liberty National. It is uh, nine birdies to go with one bogey on the card. And this was kind of a a vintage Justin Thomas. As we speak, he's leading the field in strokes gained approach. That's what you want to see from JT. And he finally, finally got some putts to drop. He gained two and a half strokes on the putting surfaces. He's not going to gain 10 putting this week, KP, but we talk about this all the time. Um, you don't lose those. You, you've banked those on Thursday. You're striking it well, and and he looked like the best version of JT, the version that we have not seen since March. Yeah. You know how many top 10s he has in the U.S. since March in, I, in the United States? I think his. I think the last one was the players, right? Yeah. That he no won top tens. That's <laughs> crazy. His only other top ten was the Scottish Open right before the Open Championship. I think the the uh, iron play is 
has actually been more disconcerting than the putter. The putter, I'm kind of like, me too. Whatever. I, I, I don't, he doesn't, he doesn't really need it. And he's, and it kind of comes and goes. It, I, I just, that to me was never, I mean, it, it was why he was not winning, right? Cause he's, I mean, and, and really not even top tinning, but I, I wasn't long term concerned about it. The iron play of late, like over the summer, you're kind of like, wait a second, this is, right. this is unusual for him. And so for him to be what, four and a half on approach and Rom is just over four. Right. God, producer Jacob just lights out here. He knows. That's um that's really, really impressive. I mean, okay, so JT and Rom are the field. Who are you taking right now? Oh um if you believe betting odds, you probably have to take those. I mean, they're they're three clear. They're three clear with uh 50, 54 to go, which is a lot of golf to be played, but they're I mean, they're big boys. Um, I would take man. This is gonna. Uh, this could age poorly. I'll take. I'll take those two. What yeah, I think you have to. I mean, D- Data Golf has them at sixty-five percent to win. One of combined, one of right? Yeah, combined. Rom is it? Rom's at forty-five percent to win this tournament. On we haven't even finished round one. It feels like so much, but it's hard to. It's hard to poke holes in it. It does. It do, It feels like extravagant, but. I mean, if I if I told you on Tuesday, hey, Rom by three with nobody in front of him, other like JT is next to him, <laughs> you'd probably on on Tuesday you probably say, yeah, probably like he wins that half the time, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd be I like, oh, cool, cool coin flip. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just I think we're so used to somebody like uh, racing out in front. Yeah, I think we're so used to somebody racing out in front, and, so, and then. For for you and I to get on here and say, wait a second, like let's pump the brakes on. I don't know if Russell Henley can go wire to wire, yeah. but Rom gains one and a half strokes with his putter on Thursday, and with the way he's been playing, I, I just he might not win, but I, I do. I don't think forty five or fifty percent is is. Uh, I think that's right. I think that. It, I mean, that's what it feels like anyway. Yeah, um, Bryson DeChambeau had himself a day. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna have to read his scorecard. Here we go. Bogey, bogey, birdie, par, birdie, birdie, bogey, birdie, double, par, birdie, double, birdie, birdie, bogey, birdie, birdie, bogey. And if you were counting at home, that's nine birdies, two pars, five bogeys, two doubles, even par round of 71. He becomes the fourth player on record since 1983 to make two or fewer pars and record a score of even par or better on the PGA tour, which is like a mate. It's like a stat and record that doesn't matter, but it just really illustrates uh, this does not happen often. I mean, again, go back to Tuesday. If I said Bryson would have as many doubles as pars in round one, you would have been just, you know, doing just uh, you wouldn't have you, you wouldn't have known what to think. I mean, it, it, it's as soon as he hit it in the bunker on eighteen, I knew he was going to make bogey there um, and shoot the. I mean, it, it, it's perfect that it ended at seventy one, right? It, it 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 just yeah, it's perfect. the it's the perfect <laughs> way for it to go, and it kind of like encapsulate what his year has been just ups and downs and all over the place 
he and he he is so capable sorry kp of like making golf look so easy and making it look so hard and he usually does it round by round today he did it hole by hole and it's just i i don't know what to make of it because you see the capabilities and then it, he he does this he makes five bogeys and two doubles but isn't that like what he's trying to do essentially with with the length thing where if you're if you're going to be that long when it works, it it's it is easy. It it is it is like statistically easier for him than anybody else. Yeah. But when it doesn't work, um, and I'm I I can't, I can't say that it's statistically harder because you're still further down. But it just I, I think his his variance in terms of like his misses when it's not working, he just gets himself into these insane spots and that's why i mean going back to the u.s open i I thought what he to do that for four straight rounds and to close like he did that's mega impressive because he didn't it's not like he he like led up on his strategy it was the same strategy throughout i just think it's i think it's very very difficult to maintain that for four straight days even to do it at at uh, arnold palmer at at bay hill earlier this year it's it it's 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 almost more it I don't know. It feels really impressive when it works for four straight days because it always feels like it's about to go off the rails. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, I think that is by design. I, I think this is this is kind of the plan. Not not to shoot a seventy one and do all that stuff, but like this is kind of the plan. Embrace embrace the volatility a little bit. Yeah, because you want to. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Is is volatility brings about wins. That's what we right. talked about with Finau. Be less. Be more inconsistent. Right. It's just trying to control that inconsistency at the right time. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, our 2019 champion, Patrick Reed, uh, made some of our uh, you know fantasy friends a little, uh, a little angry this morning, KP, because he withdrew 37 minutes before uh, lineups locked. So if you weren't up early, you missed out on getting Patrick Reed out of your lineups. But this is uh, him citing an ankle injury, and this actually goes back to his WT last week at the Wyndham Championship. So I actually think we've got a, a two-week stretch here where he did did not feel the ankle was healthy enough to go and he's safely you know inside uh, the the FedEx Cup points right now he's 22nd he is going to forfeit a, a, a lot of spots this week with guys moving around him but you you wonder how this is going to look for the final couple weeks of the playoffs and then into what we've talked about a lot the the Ryder Cup yeah i mean if 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 you're Steve Stricker and you're looking for a reason to not take Patrick Reed, which I don't who knows if he is. I, I, I mean, you and I did a podcast. I would be looking for a reason. Um, I think <laughs> then he, you might be getting it. You know, I, I, I don't know what's up. Matt, Matt Wallace also withdrew. Did you see that? Yeah. He, uh, was struggling all day long and he, he WD'd after a 79. Yeah, that's not good. No, but yeah, the Reed thing is, uh, where's he at in the FedEx cup? 23rd. 22nd. Okay. Okay. So he's he's probably going to fall out of the top. I mean, he's probably got to play his way into the true championship I, next I, week. I mean, yeah, because he's definitely going to fall out of the top 30. I mean, points are what tripled or quadrupled, and everyone else is playing. So everyone yeah. who you know makes the cut is going to be moving up in some way. I mean, he's only, well, I don't know, actually, because he's really only, or he is two, well, no, he's 200 points ahead of 31st, which, um, that would normally be like a runner-up finish or a third-place finish. It's going to be further than that, but yeah, he's going to he's going to forfeit some spots this week. Yeah, he's at least going to have to 
play next week. To, he can't. He can't uh, buy like buy his way and BYE his way into the true championship. <laughs> BYE. <laughs> yes, that was. I was very confused for a second. I was like, "Is he trying to buy his way in?" <laughs> that would be sweet. I would. Try, I would buy my way into the tour championship. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We've got this to pull thing, up. Th- this thing's over, right? Like it's it's JT or Rom. I just I keep looking at this board and I keep thinking they're four clear of. I mean, is Harold Varner gonna win the tr- the the Northern Trust? He played well here in 2019. Probably not. I mean, he putted out of his mind on Thursday. Uh, Tringali, Finau, Adam Scott, Mackenzie Hughes, Kevin Na, Robert Streb. Those are the only guys within four. I, it's got to be, it's got to be Rom, JT. It's, you, you have, if you're not taking so, Rom and JT over the field, I just, I don't know. So is, is the real second, uh, three under instead of the real lead? Is the real second yeah, it, three under? It might be. I mean, I, I kind of trust Adam Scott right now. I think he's, he's playing really well. Um, but it might be Hovland or Cantlay at three. All right. Well, our friends over at Caesars, uh, if you, if you want to bet those guys, those two, you can, you might get a little bit of value. You're getting plus money on John Rahm, plus 138, and Justin Thomas at plus 300. So you can't bet them both and guarantee yourself. I say guarantee because we've declared this over. Guarantee yourself a profit. Uh, but, you know, Rahm's at plus money. JT still at plus money. Are you, are you surprised to see that, um, Two guys who are who both shot a sixty three in the afternoon. John Rom is by this by this metric uh, more than twice as likely to win than Justin Thomas. The way that Caesars is pricing this, yeah, I think yeah a little bit. I mean, I I think that's just a a, a product of of how much better he's been playing of late. Although, you know. I think it's. I think there's value at JT because he hit it so well on Thursday. It wasn't just oh, I found my putter. It was I'm kind of locked in right now. I think there's value at JT. I think there's actually a lot of value on this board. I think JT. I think Adam Scott and I think DJ at 33 to one. DJ shot what two under, or was he only one under? One under. He got himself into a pickle late there. He made bogey on 18. Okay, I don't. I don't like that. Then I thought he was like two or three. So yeah, JT and Adam Scott, I think, is the value is is the value player here. What's Daniel Berger at? Sixty six to one, and he's. Oh, I, saw your, I saw your tweet. You you loved him. Well, I just think uh, unfortunately he's too far back to win. But the idea is he had a outlier outlierly bad is that a phrase outlierly bad putting round uh he usually bounces back very quickly when he has such rounds and he gains like over three strokes on approach he's third in the he's the he's right behind rom and jt in strokes gained approach like that's a very good sign so i don't know if you can get like a live top 10 number on him or something like that but i would i certainly envision burger moving up quickly on this leaderboard he will fall short because he's eight back but i like the way he's going it's just such a the the pro like the way that we always talk about this is I let's go back to last week again. Okay, Russell Henley might have a seventy three in him one day or whatever seventy four. We're gonna get that at a JT and Rom like that. That becomes it, it's not just it, if it was just Rom out in front. Let's say JT shot a seventy two today, then you could talk me into okay. Daniel Berger could maybe run Rom down by Sunday, but Rom and JT, it's not, it's just, 
it's not even like Adam Scott and Finau. It's Rom and JT. They're like two of the four best guys in the world. If if the Vince Carter dot gif could apply to two golfers, um, oh, like I, when I would you tweet it? <laughs> I almost I thought about tweeting it after after uh, Rom made his four straight three on the on the second nine. <laughs> Like if Justin Thomas was even, you would have tweeted it by now. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100%. I would have. Seriously. I know. I know. That's why I'm laughing. I love it. I love that you actually. I I think that we're underrating how how great Rom has been. He's been so good. But like he's been beaten by three guys on average in the last five tournaments. That's that's sick. I just I don't know if if. Good old, you know, Cameron Tringali is gonna has what it takes to run him down this weekend. It might be over. This, yeah, this, pod, this podcast is over, but this this uh, this tournament might be over too. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to to. I, I think I think JT Rom like a little showdown in the first round of the playoffs would be would be a great that that would be a great outcome for this this first tournament. And obviously, with a win for either of them, uh, they would jump into first for the FedEx Cup standings so it would be so rom's currently fifth jt is currently ninth um so they would be positioning themselves beautifully for the following weeks i think it feels a little like rom is doing the thing where you've already won a major you kind of clean up in the playoffs and win win player of the year right we've seen a bunch of guys do that we saw spieth do it when he won the tour championship we saw JT do it when he won the tour championship. That's what it feels like is happening with Rom right now, where the wins that you were talking about at, at the top come like there's like a windfall of them at the very end of the year. Uh, well, right. If he wins, if he wins this week, he's then going to be the uh, prohibitive favorite to win the FedEx Cup unless somebody else wins the BMW championship that's in like the top five or six. So then if he wins the the tour championship, now you have three wins on the resume and the Fed, including the FedEx cup. So it's a completely yeah, he, different he, thing. He runs away with player of the year. Yeah, he would, he for sure. Can you imagine Rom starting at like nine under at a tournament right now, by the way? He, yeah, he just did. I've been watching. He just started at eight under. It's, it's over. It's <laughs> like, like, yeah, it feels the same way. It, there, no one's catching him. No yeah. one would catch him if he started East it's, Lake at eight or 10 under. It's crazy. That's, that's scary. It should, it should be fun. Last three rounds with those two though. That's true. I'm glad we have two at the top. That's the yeah. two two big boys at the top. If they falter, cool. If not, it's a battle between those two, and I'm fine with it. So it should be yep. should be cool. Yep. Uh, Producer Jacob, thank you very much. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Kyle Porter. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.